0: Welcome to the 1068 Pubcast, where we drink beer and talk about shit that we find interesting. Please, don't take us more seriously than we take ourselves, and by all means, pull up a chair, open a beer, and enjoy the show.
1: Welcome to episode 13 of the 1068 Pubcast. I am Pubcaster Miliardo, and I thought I'd introduce my fellow pubcasters tonight by out-of-context quoting Corrales. Here we go.
2: Oh, Lord. Which one of you fuckers is paying attention? <laughs> Which one of you fuckers is... Which one of you fuckers is... Which one of you fuckers... <laughs> Which one of you fuckers is paying attention? Here
1: with me tonight to tell you how you can email us... Freedom.
0: <laughs> Come on, Freedom. What's the email address? Uh, it's 1068pubcast at gmail.com. Nice. Here with me to tell you where you can find our blog, Corrales. Oh, Jesus,
1: man. I don't know.
2: <laughs>
3: hey, I was hoping so that wasn't going to be thrown to me. 1068
2: underscore pubcast (laughs) (laughs) at uh, I'm not sure
1: 1068pubcast.blogspot.com and that's it that's the one back with us to tell you how you can find us on Facebook maybe Earnshaw
3: (laughs) 1068pubcast
1: on Facebook there you go good enough Facebook.com backslash ten sixty eight pubcast, and if anybody cares, we are at ten sixty eight pubcast on Twitter.
2: So, nice. welcome, guys. How you doing? Excellent. I'm doing, I'm doing okay, doing well. except for that bullshit about you put me on the spot there at the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I feel like
0: you. Re- I feel like my voice is really slowed down on that intro. I, I,
2: yeah, I can't
0: believe yeah. that I talked that slow.
1: God dog. I think you talked purposefully slow when you recorded that and it actually
2: uh, maybe it
1: was about the right rhythm for the for the song so you hadn't needed to yeah, Sounds and what and like what
2: Miliardo's tipping around there, Freedom, is the fact that you already talk slow. <laughs> so when you talk intentionally slow. Oh, man. Like, like maybe this guy's guy. a little retarded slow. <laughs> like
0: Ben Stein.
1: <laughs> that makes me hate windmills even more.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so tonight, Freedom,
1: I thought you might want to give your opinion on the political controversy that's been in the news lately. You know, former FBI Director Comey, President Trump. Yeah, that's,
0: that's right up my alley. I watch the news all day, every day, so I think I can uh, give a fair assessment of it. Yeah, sure.
1: No, no. Okay. Well, how cross? What are your thoughts on the most recent controversial tweet by singer songwriter Josh Groban?
0: <laughs> Was you lift me up and you could you could that... give me
2: the Comey one?
1: No, I thought you'd want to talk about Josh Groban and Mariah Carey. No.
2: Oh, okay, no. gotcha. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna
1: skip that one. Oh, okay, well, Earnshaw, should we at least tackle whether we think ISIS is a religiously inspired or politically inspired terror group?
3: Mm, Where to start?
1: You think we should just, maybe just drink some whiskey?
3: Yeah, I'd probably do that Uh, Vote yes.
2: I vote yes on whiskey. Here's to cheating, stealing, fighting, and drinking. If you cheat, may you cheat death. If you steal, may you steal a woman's heart. If you fight, may you fight for a brother. And if you drink, well then, friend, may you drink with me. Welcome to Corrales' Whiskey Corner. Let's drink some whiskey.
1: Well, Corrales, you want to lead us in on this? This is your baby.
2: You know, this is my baby. So the Double Wood is kind of, it's got a special place in my heart. So we did some searching before we started the show today, and I have been pronouncing it Balvenie. The Balvenie. Yeah, The Balvenie. The Balvenie. Uh, And any bar (laughs) in America, if you see the Balvenie, and you say a bottle, you know, a glass of Balvenie, please, or the Balvenie, they're going to know what the hell you're talking about. Um, but we did some searching. Uh, Earnshaw brought it up that he had heard some different pronunciations. I've heard different pronunciations as well. And it is, in fact, uh, pronounced the Balvenie. So the emphasis on the, is on the end part. So the Balvenie. But uh, anyway, the Balven- Balvenie. Uh, is uh, that's gonna be tough? That is gonna Ball. be freaking tough tonight.
3: But uh,
2: it holds a special place in my heart. Um, we've got a bar here in um, Charlotte that actually does a pretty good job of keeping the Balveni on, kind of, <laughs> stock behind the bar, and they do whiskey flights. So I, by doing their whiskey flights, I've tried them all. I've tried their 12 uh, year double wood. I've had their 15 year single barrel. I've had their – I think it's a 12-year Caribbean rum cask, um, so it's finished in a rum barrel. Um, I've had the 21-year-old Portwood. Uh, I got an opportunity to actually have one of their limited edition uh, – they call it a TUN, uh, T-U-N. It's like a big, giant, wooden uh, marriaging container is what they do. They call it maraging, where they grab their – their favorite barrels and they blend them together in this one big container uh i got a chance to have one of those at a a bar down in decatur right outside of atlanta uh called mac mcgee's the single most impressive whiskey selection i've ever seen they have over 300 bottles available
3: what was the charlotte bar you're referencing
2: uh Cowbell. cowbell cowbell is the cowbell still there have you have you been by it I, I've never been there. What where is where where it's, is it? You know where the Dandelion is?
3: Dandelion Market?
2: Yep. Yep. It's right beside the Dandelion Market.
3: Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I swear you guys are playing Candyland right now. I swear. I i playing this <laughs> game with my daughter. Dandelion, Dandelion, Dandelion Market. market. <laughs> the, by the cowbell. I know this shit. I'm you're close to Rainbow Road. You're about to win some shit.
3: That's yeah, crazy. it's it's so uh, yeah.
2: Okay, cool. It's a burger joint, yep. and their burgers are great. I mean, it's really good food, but they do – honestly, they have the best whiskey selection that I've seen in Charlotte. Uh, way better than what the Whiskey Warehouse, which you would expect a name like the Whiskey Warehouse, should have fucking awesome whiskey selection. It really doesn't. Um, yeah, yeah I agree. Uh, but the the it cowbell's is. legit, man. Um, it's uh, It's nice. Have you ever eaten there? Before I, I, I
3: haven't it's it's on my like list of spots I need to go to but I, I yeah. just haven't I haven't ever been yeah, it's che- in uptown it out, so it, yeah. I, I stay away from like uptown a lot but
2: I don't I don't blame you at all um we usually there it's real close to Blumenthal you know so yeah so like if we've gone to Blumenthal for a show or something a lot of times we'll eat there beforehand and then just walk to Blumenthal yeah. but um like I said they do whiskey flights and it gives you an opportunity to try some whiskeys that you know, I mean, to throw a hundred dollars into a whiskey bottle, you know, sight unseen, you've never tasted it. <laughs> I just don't live in that world, you know. And so it's like the cowbell lets you try some whiskeys that maybe normally you wouldn't try, and their flights are really reasonably priced, and and they have a really good selection, and they they pretty much keep all the Balvenie's uh, own stock, at least like all the you know Balvenie, <laughs> Balvinnie. <Balvinnie's. laughs> yeah. So, um, but yeah, the Cowbell, shout out to Cowbell. Keep it up. It's a good place. Awesome. I
3: could probably walk there from my
2: house, honestly. Okay, cool, man. Well, you know, give a brother a call. I'll meet you there. We'll try some whiskeys, man. All right,
3: absolutely. It's
2: it's a cool place. So so definitely check it out. And their hamburgers are legit. So it's a good kind of like low-key atmosphere, you know, but you can try some pretty good whiskey. Sounds good. Let's dig into this Balvenie. Balvenie. I wasn't done talking about it. I'm thirsty. All right. So real quick, real quick about this one, like (laughs) to our 30, 35 and a half listeners or whatever. I've gotten this bottle as low as $50. I've gotten it about as high as 75. It doesn't really go any higher than 75. It's pricey. I mean, you know, it's pricey, but it, in the world of scotches, it's actually pretty reasonable. And so this is one of the ones that I keep on tap. This is my go-to scotch. If you try it and you like it, they have a 17-year-old double wood um, that'll run you, uh, I think it runs about a 125. It's the same scotch, essentially, but it's got five years more maturing. It is a little smoother. Uh, to me, it's the 12-year is so good, it's not really worth paying that extra amount. To get the 17, um, I would just go with the 12. If you really have a lot of money to spend and you're really into the Balvenie, the very best scotch that I've had that's like a flagship scotch, it's one you can always find in the store, is the 21-year-old Portwood. Um, That scotch is freaking unbelievable. Um, And a little bit about the scotch, the reason they call this a double wood scotch, it is first aged in old bourbon cask. They call them second fill cask. Uh, In order for uh, American bourbon to be called a bourbon, it has to be a brand new cask. Scotland buys up all of our old casks from distilleries like Woodford Reserve and Jim Beam and all that. They'll buy those up and they'll age their whiskeys in it, which is why Scotch tends to have a kind of lighter bodied mouthfeel to it and a a little less smoky and then what they do is they then dump it out of that and then they finish it i think it's about 8 months or so they finish it in a uh sherry cask which sherry is uh we've talked about this on episodes before sherry is a fortified wine um so those casks kind of impart sort of like a fruity a sweeter uh, wine sweet, right yeah. yeah yeah exactly so like a sweeter sweet. flavor to it um and that's really um pretty common with a lot of different scotch uh, distilleries and I've definitely learned that sherried scotches are that's what I like if you like more of the smoke and the earthy scotches that's more of your peated stuff but your lighter sherried scotches tend to be what I like so if you like this one you'll also like scotches like the Macallan, for example which is also a sherried scotch so anyway that's the double wood as, as far as what I know about it I will say one other thing that's really cool about the Balvenie is they are one of the few distilleries in Scotland that still hand turns their barley. They put the barley out on these big giant floors and let it dry. And they uh, use ovens to heat up the room and they roast the barley that way. And a guy goes through with like, it looks like a big giant wooden spatula and he goes through and he hand turns all of that barley it's a really time consuming very traditional process and the Balvenie is one of the few distilleries still doing it. The Balvenie is also one of the few distilleries in Scotland that grow their own barley. And as a history person like that I just think that's kind of cool, you know. So definitely. Anyway, so that's the Balvenie, let's drink it.
1: Let's drink.
2: Cheers fellas. Balvenie.
1: Cheers. Balvenie. Cheers. Cheers. Hey, Earnshaw, you're the guest uh here. Do you want to give the first note? How do you like the Balvenie? What do you think?
3: So I had some earlier today, and uh, the, I think the first thing that hit me that really stood out, and I liked it it wasn't a bad thing, was the little bit of burn that you get kind of you know, down your chest, down your throat after you take a sip. Um, and I liked it was... that. It, it was good. It was smooth, but you still get a little Oof. bit of that burn,
1: so yeah. I love the fact that you texted me and asked. Is it okay if I drink the Balvenie now? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> the answer to that question. Just know if you wanted to put me on the spot, you know. Uh, the answer to that question is always yes. This is such a
2: good good scotch.
1: So, Kraus, I can call it a scotch, right? I can call it a whiskey. What else can I
2: call this guy? You can call it a single malt uh, versus a blended scotch. A lot of Americans don't really understand what a single malt is. Um, it's not the same thing as a single barrel. The Balvenie has a single barrel but this is not one of them, obviously. I mean, the very name, I mean, it spent its life in two different barrels to my understanding. What makes a single malt, a single malt is the whiskey has to be sourced from the same distillery and it has to use the same, uh, mash bill. So basically the original liquor has to start out with the same recipe. Um, sure. But it can come from different barrels. Um, it can even to my understanding, single malts can even come from different age groups. This one doesn't. It has a twelve year statement, but honestly, from what I understand, the way the law works in Scotland, it doesn't mean like some of the barrels that were used in this very well could have been older than twelve years. Sure, so it's a yeah, so it's a whiskey um and it's a whiskey with a Y, not an e y.
1: Okay, what is the difference?
2: I must know scotland versus uh the united states we we spell (laughs) our whiskey with the e y they spell theirs with just the y just so that's that's the only difference yeah okay so it's a whiskey it's a single malt it's a scotch um and it's in my opinion it's the best scotch that you can buy for 70 bucks
1: I have a hard time even understanding how you could have a better scotch than this, to be honest with you. And I want to talk a little bit about the Milliardo whiskey journey here because it kind of mirrors the, the podcast uh, whiskey segment, right? The first whiskey that I tried seriously, you know, not for getting drunk but just for enjoying a whiskey, was the first one we did here, um, which was the Four Roses.
2: Yep, Four Roses single barrel.
1: Yep, so we had this Four Roses single barrel first, and then uh, the second one we had was the Red Breast 12-year. And then you recommended this, uh, the Balvenie, and I got it, or the Balvenie. Um and I got one. Balvenie. And, there you go. And I got one, and um, between that point and now, I've also bought uh, one from New Holland,
0: which was not great, uh, to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah. You said something about that that made me laugh. I can't remember what it was, but <laughs> yeah, it, it kind of attested how bad it was.
1: I bought five different um bourbons from uh Journeyman Distillery, which is up here. And they're all good. And I would I would rate rate them near and dear to my heart, but not as good as the Balvenie. And then I've also got I got a fifteen 15- Balvenie. <laughs> you guys can keep trying. I'm just telling you, man.
0: It's I'm, not- I'm gonna it's- go
1: ahead and tell you I'm gonna be doing that all night. So
0: I'm gonna be politically correct tonight.
1: That's gonna be an uphill battle for you guys. And the other thing that I got was I bought a Red Breast 15-year, and I haven't tried that one yet, but I'm excited about it. Oh, excuse me. What I can say is that getting the Balvenie as number three. Balvenie. Balvenie. Here we go, here we go. (laughs) Getting the Balvenie uh, as my number three was is kind of like. Don't say it like a prick. (laughs) It's kind of like being the hot girl in high school (laughs) in sophomore year, and then you get ugly junior year. You know what I mean? It's like, I peaked too soon. Um, and now all the whiskeys that I have by comparison are slightly less. And that's a bummer, but man, I I do love this. I love this
2: whiskey a lot. So to our, our 35 and a half listeners, uh, we've got something special that's going to be happening later this summer. Miliardo is going to be coming down and joining freedom. And I. we're going to have a reunion of sorts in Asheville, North Carolina. We're going to go check out some breweries and i have a bit of a surprise when it comes to whiskey i'm going to breathe. i am going to be breathe, bringing a whiskey breathe. miliardo that you are going to like better than this one that's awesome i am 100% positive that you are going to like it better than this one
1: i'm super excited
2: i am not opening the bottle until i get there with you fellas, and then we are going to uh, we're going to do it big so um uh, it does get better but i um Getting better comes with a cost. I really do think this is the best kind of like it's weird to say everyday scotch, but honestly, this is the best everyday single malt that I've ever had. Yeah. If you like lighter bodied, sherried scotches. Now, if you like peaty scotches, and
0: that's what I was going to bring up too, like it's you've got different ends of the spectrum because you, you may not know that you like peaty scotches. Right. It could be a thing that you really enjoy. But there there are, what, several, uh, like Ardbeg and Lafroig.
2: Yeah, Ardbeg. Um, Highland Ardbeg, Park. Ardbeg, uh, absolutely. So Ardbeg 10-year-old is, I think it's $60 a bottle, and it is one of the highest ranked scotches by Whiskey Advocate. It is a freaking peat monster. I mean, <laughs>
0: Drinking it's, it's heavy. Or... Yeah, it yeah. is heavy duty, man. <laughs>
2: like it's very, it has a very smoky taste. It has a very earthy taste. It sure. has almost like a, an oil, a salty oiliness to it. Mm, and, that sounds
0: so appetizing. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> salty you know, it's not, oily.
2: Exactly. I mean, it's not for me, you know. But uh-huh. if you like your heavy, but heavy your dad peat- likes it, right? My dad likes it. I don't know many people that likes peaty stuff. My dad's favorite, and it's not nearly as peaty as um, Ardbeg or Laphroaig, is Talisker Storm. Yeah. Um, okay. That I've is heard of that it. is his, that it. is his all time favorite Scotch. It's it's from the Isle of sky i believe it's one of the the island scotches and um he freaking loves it that in fact that's what he's going to be getting for father's day that's what he gets every father's day (laughs) because that's always appreciated at my my dad's house and um honestly i like it too but it's different i mean it is pretty heavy on the peat uh real earthy real smoky not like ardbeg but it's pretty heavy um, and that's also that's going to set you back about sixty seventy five. I think it's about seventy five bucks.
0: But long story short is you know the palate can be very very light body to extremely charcoal, peat smoke, extreme yeah. smoke, you Absolutely. know, and everything in between.
3: I just want to hear somebody say peaty again. Peaty,
1: <laughs> peaty. <laughs> it's going down.
0: Uh, can Man I make a, a suggestion?
1: The next time we do a whiskey segment will probably be. Maybe not, but probably be when we're drinking the fantastic whiskey that Corrales has. But but next time after that, my recommendation. Why don't yeah? Why don't we? (laughs) uh, That would be February of 2019. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, right, right. (laughs) Why don't we do uh, the Ardbeg? Because you guys keep referring to that. This isn't the first time, by the way. There was a former whiskey segment where we talked about how PD Ardbeg was. And I might not like it as much as the Balvinny, but I feel like there's an educational thing here. Balvini.
0: Well, you, well, you <laughs> never know. You never know. He likes, uh, what is it? Uh, what's the smoky beer that you really like? AX Rauk beer. I know yeah. it's not anything yeah. related, like not even nearly close. Well, but... what you're saying is, hey, Miliardo, you like some
1: shitty stuff. Why don't you like hard beer? <laughs> <laughs> Basically, right? That's what you're saying? Yeah, to be I fair,
2: you know, you're in okay. college drinking Rauch beer. I mean Uh, I don't
0: like to drink Slim Jims. We'll just say that. Exactly.
1: My thought was we can't keep going up, right? We have steadily gone up in these whiskey segments to higher and higher quality. I can't afford that. Let's try something interesting. Understood.
0: It's different, right?
1: You know? Let's do Ardbag. It's a different spectrum of whiskey that's affordable. I I would I would be into that. I think we should do that.
0: Who whose turn is it to give their, their palate?
1: None of us have done it yet, so let's. Let's, oh. let's go. Freedom, freedom. You spoke first. You go first. What do you taste, man? What do you taste?
0: Actually, you probably need to go to somebody else because I took a nice big swig of it just because I wanted to get it in my mouth and crunch on it a little bit. Yeah. Let me get another pour, another you know two fingers, and give me one second. I'll give you a, my expert analysis here. Here's my two
1: cents worth. I'm getting honey. And honey, not in a sweet sense that's painful, like, Carlos. you've described painfully sweet whiskeys before. I don't mean that.
2: Yeah, Glimmerangi La Santa, man. That stuff's like yep. fruit punch.
1: Yeah, what I mean by sweet is uh, smooth sweet, like the way honey feels if you drink it in tea. It kind of coats your throat and feels good.
2: Hey, man, you, let me... Can I tell you something? What's that? Like, you just made me so proud. Yeah? What you did right there, first of all, I agree with you 100%. Like... The Balvenie signature flavor ball note Vinny. is You guys are
0: assholes. <laughs> ball okay. ball
2: so I had Balvenie, a mouthful of
0: Vinny, So sorry, ball, it took me a little long. Yeah. To, uh,
2: well, I'm uh, just glad you salt. don't have a mouth of Thank what you, you normally put in there. But anyway, um, the balvini <laughs> they are their signature flavor is is honey. That's what they're known for. So I'm really proud of that, and I'm really proud of how you described the honey. Like, first of all, couldn't agree with you more. Second of all, I feel like a proud papa right now. Aww. So,
1: Can yeah. you edit in the uh, uh, sitcom, aww, later? Totally, <laughs> totally. I already have that MP3 file uh, on hold just for this exact moment, actually. I'm good to go. I'm good to <laughs> good. go. Nice. Perfect.
2: But really, I, I agree wholeheartedly. I think that was a well put the way you described that.
1: And one of my employees that I've had a couple of glasses of whiskey with, he had uh, the Balvenie first.
0: Ball Vinny, and then, Ball Vinny.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh God damn it!
0: Uh, he had on point. I'm there. Man. You I'm are. Gonna get, you going to beat me to it asses. several times.
1: <laughs> Earnshaw is the the uh, Reddit troll right now, and anytime anybody types anything slightly out of line, he's, he's fucking on it. Hey man, uh, I was an English major, you, you know. <laughs> um, but uh, he preferred uh, journeyman, and the thing about journeyman is. And Journeyman is good whiskey. I'm bringing you guys some Journeyman when we go to this trip. I'm going to bring you guys some stuff to take home from Journeyman. I look
2: forward to trying that. Yeah,
1: It's good. It is good. I don't want to downplay the goodness. But to me, it's almost like if you appreciate cars, Journeyman might be a nice, fancy Honda. Whereas the Balvinny is like a 67 classic muscle car.
0: Balvinny.
1: I'm telling you guys, I can't do it. I can't do it. Balvinny. Can't fucking do it. But you know what I'm saying? Journeyman is a solid product. It's a good product. To me, I think it's a newer product. And they they do what they do well. But there's something about the ball Vinny that has ball with Vinny. The good Ball Vinny. S- swear to God. Ball <laughs> Vinny. There's something about the Ball Vinny that is Beautiful. in addition to the flavor, in addition to the taste, there's something else to it that makes me appreciate, I guess. corrales help me out here what am i trying to describe there's an aged experienced flavor here
2: it has depth
1: yeah
0: yeah i tend to agree that 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 most scotches have most scotches have that though you're exactly right both of you i mean it's something with scotch that it's like you experience so many different things on your tongue it's hard to explain sometimes it's like i'm a beer drinker i don't know I can't really think of a beer that does that same type of thing. That's what's so great about the scotch, I think, because, for example, what I'm getting, I'm not getting the honey. You guys are getting it, I think, but I'm not really getting the honey. I'm getting something, I think I'm getting more of a dark, almost like a raisiny type thing, or...
2: All right, okay, I, I hate, I don't want to butt in. okay.
1: So but uh, well, that was that wasn't I don't want to butt in. However, I'm going
2: to I'm going gonna, gonna. <laughs> to. So the first time I had this whiskey was about what is that? two and a half, what is two it, and a half three years ago. So I use distiller app. I really, really suggest that you guys use it. I know you guys love the oh, um, talked about that before. Yeah, yeah, I know you guys. What's the one that y'all do religiously Untapped. with your beers? Untapped. Wait, wait. Corrales, I'm going to give you some pushback here.
1: I- I'm on Distiller. The Distiller app sucks donkey balls.
0: Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> How so? Ooh.
1: It is incredibly unfriendly to the user. First of all, finding four roses was a nightmare. And, and then on top of that, I- remember I told you, I have five different journeyman bottles, right? Mm-hmm. None of them are listed. They do have List journeyman. Them. Well, you can't. You can't. That's part of my complaint. You can't submit your own whiskey. You can be like, Uh dear lords of the distiller app, will you please add my whiskey? And then they might shine their grace upon you. But I sent an email out about one of my journeymen, I would say, two or three weeks ago, and I still haven't gotten a reply.
2: Here's the deal. Is it as good as untapped? Hell no. Is it the best thing that's out right now for whiskey drinkers? I would say yes.
1: Yeah, I I would agree with that. Yeah, yeah.
2: But I agree. Like, God, man, when it when the app first started, it crashed all the time. It used to drive me insane. Um, believe it or not, it's better than it used to be. And you um, stuck with
0: it. Good for you.
2: Yeah, you know. So, well, it's the best. I mean, there's nothing. There's nothing better right now. I'm I surprised think there, the Untapped think,
0: guys haven't Untapped ex- into that.
2: Well, and that's the thing. Like, <laughs> nice. <laughs> I see know, what you way, did there. <laughs> the, the way beer has blown I've up. Had, I, I've but, had a lot to drink. Love I it. really think whiskey will be the next thing. I think it's already started, honestly. So I think oh, there yeah, probably will be an app that's better, uh, but there's <clears> nothing <throat> out better right now.
0: So anyways. Uh, so are you proposing 1068 uh, whiskey app trademark?
2: Yes, please do it.
0: Dude, what, what? I feel like it would be In a the legit
2: butt? way where we could tell whiskey companies they should send us free shit. So that sounds awesome. <laughs> um, Freedom, why don't you go Cash ahead and do your no, no, notes. No, no, mm-mm. no. I was saying okay. something. So what I was saying. <laughs> you say a lot of things.
0: You do say a lot. Oh, yeah.
2: Uh, <laughs> yeah. I can say a lot. You, yeah. I tell the you guys. Hashtag
0: long winded.
2: So here's what I was saying. I make a living <laughs> off of talking. So both of you guys can say a dick. So, um, so here's the deal. So two and a half years ago when I first tried this whiskey, this is the review that I put on Distiller. I put nose, honey, and vanilla, uh, body, honey, vanilla, raisin, and roasted walnut. You put raisin? Holy, Holy shit. Holy crap. Yep. Oh, yeah. And then, the, and then the Weird. finish, I, and on the finish, I put drier than the body with pervasive dark chocolate and even a hint of coffee.
0: Oh whoa. It's like I read your profile yeah. and I know what you're thinking.
2: Yeah. God so I, I think I I'm picking up what both of you guys are putting down. I, I taste both of those things. The but I'm one thing I, I would the add, honey though. Is that yeah, weird? I don't, I don't know. It's uh, it's pretty I think the honey's pretty pervasive, honey, man. the honey's you know, there try for sure. Experiences whiskey differently, hmm. you know.
0: So Maybe my tongue is fucked up.
1: And Sucking all this, this dick. is kinda
0: <laughs> maybe, maybe.
1: <laughs> this is kind of what I was getting at before, like if, if you're looking for honey in terms of sweetness, you're not going to find it. But if you're looking for honey in terms of feel, to me anyway.
0: Oh, okay, okay.
1: If the only thing you know about honey is, the, you know, pancakes or shit, whatever. Like it's hard to it's hard to separate the flavor of honey from the sweetness of honey. You know what I mean?
0: Pancakes. I I'm, I'm eat not honey
2: pancakes. You <laughs> <laughs> a- just discovered that Milliardo is a communist. Is that a Canadian <laughs> thing? What, what no Canadians put maple fucking syrup on their pancakes. They invented maple syrup. Did
0: That's... Margaret Trudeau introduce
3: introduce that? What the hell? is Margaret Trudeau. Has anyone well... seen? Has, has anyone seen Cabin
0: Fever? Yes. Uh, okay, I so the little kid at
3: jumps out and is like
1: pancake. He does. <laughs> it's like karate moves.
0: True story. Yeah. Yeah, it, it happened. That's funny.
1: Well, I was saying, like, so I mean, it's hard to separate the sweetness from the. From the uh, flavor of honey. But yeah, I agree, Carlos. Honey flavor and honey mouthfeel, but not the sweetness, totally.
2: Yeah. Although I will say, I do yeah. think, as far as scotches go, this is a fairly sweet scotch.
0: It is sweet, but it's not honey sweet.
1: Yeah, the sweetness comes from the the fruit from the, the sherry barrels, right? Would that be where the. Yeah, uh, absolutely. That's okay. where a lot of okay. that comes from.
2: I gotcha. But I gotcha. here's the deal. Like, so, all right. So, like Glen Morangi. So, with Glen Morangi, it's a sherried scotch, too. But like, it's really fruity. I like the sweetness, I like the honey, but I want like a warm sweetness, like Honey Nut Cheerios, man. Like to me, this is Honey Nut Cheerios Scotch. Yum. And a lot of the Glenmorangies are like just really, really fruity. Where this one, it's really subtle, and I think it's balanced really, really well with the smokiness uh, of it. And you'll notice as we kind of explore and we look at some other Sherried Scotches, some of them, the fruitiness of the sherry really punches you in the face. With the Balvenie, to me, it's really not that type of sweet, and I really appreciate that. I like a little bit of sweetness. I don't need that, like, sickening, like, uh, I think I described it early, like on an earlier uh, podcast as, like, grapes that have gone bad. Hey,
1: he was listening. He was listening. Listen to that.
2: Was listening. That is I correct. i
1: our podcast. All right, so I'm actually completely done with my Balvenie. Uh, the entire Vinny. bottle? You are a beast. No, no, but I, I to be fair, I've probably this chest stored... is
3: definitely hairier now.
1: Yeah, that also comes with the Arctic climate. But I think that we probably over this whole period i have poured like four fingers, so I'm I'm out of Balvenie, so I'm out of tasting notes. Honestly, like honey was my big thing. I did taste some. Uh, a little bit of of other things, but honestly, you already nailed them, Kraus, with your review and and Freedom hit the raisin. So, Earnshaw, do you have anything else to add? Did, anything else that you felt? Let me say
3: this because it it
1: really I was thinking this already,
3: and you just said what you said. But I bought this earlier today. It hasn't even been. You know, I I texted you uh like five or six hours. I'm like already halfway through the bottle. It's it's like really it's so smooth. <laughs> That's awesome. That's so awesome. It goes down like really nicely. You do get a little bit of that burn, but it's not a bad burn at all. I like to feel that a little bit in my chest. Like you know, it it feels good. Um, definitely get the honey, like you guys. Um, yeah, it's good. I, it, it's tasty, man.
1: Good deal. By the way, Earnshaw, if you heard the podcast where I talked about a cigarette and late at night, the feeling of a cigarette versus the the pleasure of a cigarette, I was remembering the times where you and I would go out back of an apartment building and just smoke a cigarette randomly.
2: When I great think feeling. about
3: it, that really is, is a great feeling.
2: It can be, it really can be. Not never one time did that do it Let's for
0: see, me. Earnshaw, how, how often did you smoke like back in the day?
2: You back know? in the day? Um, for a
3: while there, I was a smoker. So I'd say, you know, I'd, I might have like I don't know, a couple cigarettes a day, but, or every other day. Like, so I was a little bit of a smoker for a year, year and a half, but like nowadays, it, I mean, rarely I could count the number of times in a, in a year I, I do it like on my hand, like it, you know, four or five times a year. Now I have a cigarette.
0: But back in the day it was enjoyable to have those one or two cigarettes a day. Correct.
3: Oh yeah, absolutely. That like, oh, it's, would,
0: it's one of those things. I it don't like, understand it what, a wake it, what up thing. the enjoyment
3: like, was. I wanted to, it was a wake up thing. So for me, when I woke up in the morning, it was like a, you take that like five, ten minutes out of your day. And it I kind of felt like it was like my time and it, it couldn't be interrupted by anything. It was like really peaceful to go out on the back stoop or the back porch or whatever and just like smoke a cig, chill, get the day started. Like a lot of people smoke when they wake up, you know, for whatever reason. Just it allows you to start the day in a certain way. It was peaceful.
1: I want to say this real quick because I feel – Honestly I feel very strongly about cigarettes that they are a bad thing in general because of what yeah. what they are. But at the same time like I want to kind of explain what the feeling is because on this podcast we have said the phrases like Corrales, there's a there's a point where you talked about whiskey saying it's a time to it's more about the time of sitting and doing nothing mm-hmm. enjoying no, like, enjoying the whiskey. Yeah. And freedom I know that you have talked about the moment where you're sitting and you experience a, a good cigar and a port wine and the something about the combination of flavors really does it for you in that moment with the sunset. And for me, I have become a big coffee guy with be, becoming a professional or whatever. But like I am super into coffee and something about waking up in the morning and having a cup mm-hmm. of coffee. And if you combine all of those things that we can understand, that's honestly what the cigarette can do. And it's it's one of those weird things where it's like, I honestly don't want people to try it. Whereas for whiskey and beer and cigars, I'm like, yeah, fucking go, explore, try, play. But for cigarettes, I, I kind of feel weird about that. But I think there is, there is a feeling there where it's like, it's very similar. It's not pleasant in itself. But there can be that cold evening where you're behind a building and you're with a friend and you got a cigarette. And Absolutely. You and you're not doing anything and you're just enjoying that moment. And in that way, the cigarette can be meaningful. However, cigarettes are fucking horrible and addictive, and there's you know, so it's one of those weird fine lines where I don't want to really be advocating for them. Like I for all for the whiskey kids or beer. listening
3: out there, please do not for <laughs> <take>
1: cigarettes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't want to advocate for for cigarettes the same way I would factually advocate for whiskey or beer, but there is something there, absolutely. Like they say, and it's such a
3: cliche, but anything in moderation, I'm down with.
2: What you guys are saying, I think it's like coffee culture, uh, tea. Like tea time, you know. Like everybody's got that thing, yeah. Because I don't drink coffee. I don't understand coffee at all. I don't. I don't either. Um, but I I do get that desire to just sit and do nothing, you know. Sure. And I think like when we went to Peru, or when we've been to Latin American countries where they have like a siesta culture, like that time of the day to just chill, just chill, you know, like chill by yourself if that's what you want to do, or go home and have a long lunch with your family, like that's legit, you know, and, and we don't really have that in American culture. And so I think sometimes, you know, smoking a cigarette or having to drink a drink of whiskey or a coffee or a tea or whatever, uh, it's kind of a way for us to kind of, you know, have that time to just, just sit and do nothing, you know?
3: Definitely. Yeah. It's a cliche as well, but another time to have a cigarette, if like after you have sex, cigarette is really good you see that in movies that i don't know
2: i don't have your body is so relaxed at that point yeah it has to be something
3: to do with like the hormones racing or that you've just released or your like endorphins running like you know something like that like your heart's beating fast you're you're like feeling worked up and that cigarette you know relaxes you a little bit i don't know they go together trust me
2: yeah huh i mean i could see that i could see that some uh, i well I'll usually have a glass of whiskey before sex, but sometimes after sex, too. And that's pretty legit. Yeah. You know?
1: Sure. Who doesn't love sex and whiskey? (laughs) Uh, Next thing for tonight is Freedom's Pub Trivials. Uh, And I figured while we top off our glasses, I'd give you guys a little ear candy. This one is an old one, but a goodie. I need a beer. I don't know about you guys, but here's an oldie, but a goodie.
0: Nice long lingering long long lingering
2: the nose has a bit of mace uh mixed with a bit of curry the body is in the shape of that dude that i raped the other day <laughs> The finish is long and lingering, like the burning of my eyeballs as he ran away from me. In Why no is it Walmart always me? It's always me. Lingering, long,
0: long, lingering, long, lingering, long, lingering, long, lingering, long, 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 lingering, long, long long lingering long penis.
2: Lingering, long, long, lingering, long, long, long lingering, long long, 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 penis. long, long, penis. And the fire that I felt in my groin, 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 groin in my groin. And the fire that I felt in my groin, brogy, groin, groin, brogy. from the syphilis is <laughs> syphilis. long lingering, long, long lingering, long, lingering, long, <laughs> deep, long, long, lingering, long, long lingering, long. Lingering, long, long long Ball Vinny. long long, long, Vinny. long long lingering, long, long, long lingering, long, long,
3: Ball Vinny.
0: lingering, long, long Ball how did he get the ball Vinny in there already? I don't know. That's crazy. That's nuts. I don't
1: know. Freedom, I like how you're victim blaming. cross this is your fault.
2: <laughs> was that Earnshaw? Like, yeah. Was that Earnshaw freestyling I, there? I, was yeah, just I just said that that. In
1: there. I just timed it correctly. <laughs> yeah.
3: That was nice.
2: It's time for Freedom's Pub Trivials. In this segment, the 1068 Pubcasters will tackle some of life's hardest questions. Like, pour a drink, throw a drink. What's the other thing that we do to drink? Important questions like who wants to guess how many emails
0: my wife still has unread on her phone, or is PBR a light beer or
1: not, or even <laughs> is that natural gas?
2: So if you've ever stared into the cosmic abyss and pondered,
1: Apona, Apona, oh, what's it called? Aponia, Apona, Aponia. Help me out here, bro. Apona, Aponia, Aponia. Ponyo. We'll go
0: with the pony. Right yeah. Then stay tuned for Freedom's Pub Trivials,
2: Trivials, 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 Trivials,
0: Trivials. Freedom's Pub Trivials is where Freedom has a question that he has not researched answers for, and of course, uh, makes himself suffer. I make myself suffer for not looking up the questions, but I want to consult my panel of experts, which in this case would be Coralis. Uh, Miliardo and Earnshaw, because their opinions matter and nobody else's does. That's right. So, so I guess I have a couple of questions. Some of them may be more long-winded than others, but I'll try to start on the shotgun ones, the ones that'll be pretty quick, right? I don't know how many people are aware of the... Is it an app? Miliardo, Twitch. What is Twitch?
1: Yeah, it's an app. It's on Xbox. It's on phones. It's a website on a computer. Yeah, it's basically okay. a place for people to view other people playing video games
0: so what Sounds is lame uh it, it does to me too uh earnshaw are you aware of twitch i've never heard of it before until recently
3: no i don't think so okay so apparently for you, earnshaw. It,
0: it may good, be right? it, it may be so because you can just watch people play online so i guess they use like a webcam type thing
1: yeah yeah so there's a few things you can do on Twitch. Is
3: this like on ESPN two how they'll show you people playing video games sometimes?
1: No, that's uh that's professional video game players. Yeah, that's, that's professional. Uh, because that's a thing. No, mine <laughs> oh, uh, the first
0: time I saw it. <laughs> oh Jesus. Yeah, Don't get us on that crap. <laughs> okay.
1: Twitch is different. Twitch is anybody like you or I, and we can do that on the Xbox actually, where we stream what we're playing uh online and you can have people who will uh, – people will put up webcams and show their faces while they're playing. And there are people that will just show the screen. Some will have commentary. Some won't. But, man, it's even – it's kind of hard to describe. You'll definitely be able to go to a shooter and find an attractive young female who is showing yes. you herself you playing go. the shooter and asking for donations. And then when you – when somebody pledges money to her while she's playing this game, she'll get up and do like a little dance – in front of the camera and then go back to playing the video game so it's a weird like mm, no
2: nerd porn is this nerd yeah.
1: porn i mean mm. i mean it's it's definitely pg like it doesn't get raunchy no but it's not
2: in crazy terms of, it's really yeah. not sounds really sad uh, okay nation. well <laughs> it's highly
1: addictive actually so what <laughs> am i gonna
2: give this bitch money for like what's she doing what am i sponsoring <laughs>
1: uh maybe you want her to take a shot of whiskey or maybe you want her to get up and do a little dance hey
0: Uh, i'll donate five dollars if you uh (laughs) do some twerking that sounds weird man anyway they they
1: then use that money to like buy uh a lot of time it's like a, a pay to win type game they'll use that money to buy ammo crates or whatever it is in that game they're playing but Um, but so that's one thing. There are also people that are just legitimately hilarious dudes playing really awesome games that, and and then giving them their commentary. Like there might be a guy playing Mario who's just like funny as hell. And he'll talk about how fucking ridiculous some of the Mario things are. And that's all, that's always fun to watch. And then I'm going to take
2: your word for that, Miliardo.
1: And then there are people who speed run games, which is also cool to watch because those,
2: it's pretty
0: cool.
1: They're neither funny nor pornish. They're just awesome. You'll see them playing an old video game that you love and see them doing these crazy-ass tricks, and you're like, holy shit. And they're doing it live, you know, at that moment. There's some coolness to it. I found myself get lost in Twitch upon occasion, for sure.
0: The reason why I was asking is because I'm a – as of maybe the past six months or so, I love – youtube videos i'll just go nuts and i'll I'll go all across the board i'm watching many many different types of youtube videos and then i saw what piqued my interest was somebody was doing a speed run of guitar hero 3 which i know is near and dear to some of our hearts right and the guy did every song but 100 percent complete and at the hardest difficulty but he was getting twitch donations while he was doing it and i was like Wait a minute, why Why is somebody donating money to this guy just to watch him play video games? It didn't make sense to me. So that was going to be my question, is what is the purpose of Twitch donations? And you you went into detail on why they would do that. And I'm like, I just don't understand the concept. Maybe I'm just, I don't want to say old-fashioned, but it it's not old-fashioned. I don't know what it is. It just doesn't make sense to me.
1: People legit make money this way. People do, yeah. I'm going to donate okay. $5 for these people
3: to get a fucking life.
2: <laughs> 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 I'm... Man, I am totally Mouthful picking up what you're putting down, man. I'm
0: I didn't totally get it.
2: it I still don't get yeah, it. It doesn't I make don't, any
0: sense to no, me. I don't get but it. But what it, here? let me tell you what I did find, though, while I was watching on YouTube. It would be like, and for those of us who have kids or are planning on having kids, it seemed to be like kids who are really young, like in their maybe middle school to high school or maybe even younger than middle school, that had mommy and daddy's credit card. That didn't mind saying, oh, okay, here, let me donate a couple of dollars to you. That's what was happening. It was young kids just saying, oh, let me donate some money to you. Woohoo, big deal. It didn't matter. Because there were also YouTube videos of young kids accidentally adding a zero or two. No shit. To their donation and then oh, freaking shit. out on the Twitch feed. And it was hilarious. Okay, I can appreciate that, yeah. Oh, yeah, that me was too. So, I'd God, love to, to see that. Players.
2: That Imagine would be entertaining a, as hell. An
0: eight to ten-year-old kid just crying, like, oh my God, I meant to pledge $5, not $500. My mother is going to freak out. That was the kind of thing. It, it's really funny. Anyway, that was the first question. So here's another question, all right? So and it's a two-part question, and I think it's a great question to ask with the four of us here. So the two-part question is, you know, back in our heyday, back in college age, or maybe right after college, when it came to drinking, who was the lightweight? It's a good question, I think, because I didn't. We I'm going be honest.
2: I, yeah, I'm going to be honest. We all I drink think a lot. Yeah, I think all three of us could hold our own. Um, and this would be great for all
0: 35 and a
2: half um, of our <laughs> subscribers to get kind of a gauge of how,
0: how well we could hold our own back in our day, right? I can't say that I was the heavyweight. I honestly don't think I was the heavyweight. I could hold you never got Uh, sick, but you always dipped out first. I did. That That was was the thing. I played
3: it smart, right? You never got sick, but you'd say, I don't even know if you'd say anything.
2: You just go to your room and then he'd just be done (laughs) like like freedom out, like mic drop. Yep. So I don't know who the who who was the
0: heavyweight or the lightweight. Who was the lightweight of the group? Damn, That's I hate the same question.
2: name. <laughs> Actually, I kind of want to hear this because Earnshaw is kind of the outsider here in a way. Like he was a 1068 affiliate, absolutely. So didn't live you know, there, so
3: didn't see the, day-to-day.
2: Right. Didn't but see but the day to day. Right, but you frequented it. Yeah. You don't have a dog in the fight, so to speak. Who seemed to be the heavier the heavier weight when all three of us are drinking?
3: Okay, so it. Mm. This is tough.
0: I know. That's why I thought it was an interesting question.
3: Um, Okay. From my perspective, Freedom definitely would always dip. He never passed out. There was never like a I'm sick. There was never a like totally goofy moment. He just would like kind of like slowly like disappear into the background. And not tell you he was going to bed, then you'd see his door shut and he'd be like gone for the rest of the
0: <laughs> And I would he be, did, he did do that in shit. silence. I would be hammered in silence. That's hammered
2: what in silence. I
0: agree.
2: I agree. He's, he's just in there in his bed spinning around. On like, his oh his my ass. God. <laughs> I
0: can't move. Oh my God. What am I going to do? I'll just wait for everybody to leave so I can go fucking puke off of a balcony or do something. Do I really
2: hope Corralis doesn't come in here and piss on my floor? Do I have a bathroom? <laughs> oh,
0: Jesus. I forgot about that. <laughs> Thank oh, God yeah, I wasn't man. there for that. But anyway. It's
3: it's tough. It's tough. The, the only thing that's really come to my mind is um, thinking of Corrales on the couch with cushions <laughs> on top of him, many, many drawings and markers on his
1: face. Um, oh, I forgot about that, too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think it's hard to argue with the fact that Corrales often passed out the most,
2: right? but
1: I don't know if that was like a sign of light weightness as much as a sign of, I'm going to drink this three bottles of wine right now. And we're like, all righty, go for it, bro. You know what I mean?
0: (laughs) yeah
2: oh man
0: true story oh, man. led it's up nuts. to the pissing on freedom's floor but go ahead
2: <laughs> alleged pissing. Alleged. Alleged. we don't know I what woke, the mystery i woke like up was. i woke up gotcha. half naked wet we don't know what happened okay geez if i had to answer
3: truthfully i would say corrales Because of just maybe like two instances that I saw the cushion one being one. But yeah, you're right. It was never like a he's a lightweight. It was more like he just passed out. (laughs) He just drank a lot of shit I have a lot of memories of myself and Miliardo kind of always being the last ones awake somehow. If there was a party at 1068 or we had a group of people at 1068. (laughs) Right. Freedom, like slowly disappearing you know it, no one knew when or how but it happened um, <laughs> but yeah maybe maybe uh maybe corral is just kind of down for the count but not in a lightweight way and then i, I can see a lot of nights of us to um still being awake other people maybe have left and then we were kind of last one i also have so memories of problem. myself not in a lightweight way but just like combining about 17 substances and throwing up and being down for count. I remember
1: that. Well, I was going to say, too, another aspect of how you might think of a lightweight would be getting sick. So who who was the most prone to throwing up? Because I don't think that would be... I think I might be in the contention for that one.
2: Yeah, I I think... I I think Miliardo is the most prone to throw up.
0: No. Well...
1: Ooh. I, I think I'm in contention for sure.
0: I think I can I can recall uh, two instances. That's it, though. Only two instances where Miliardo well, threw I, up.
1: I agree, but I can't think of a single time where Freedom got sick. I really can't. I'm, I'm going through my memory banks. I can. Well, you were there. <laughs> but like,
0: Both of you were there. Both Corrales and Miliardo were there when I threw up. How do I remember this? And when did do you throw up? It was actually in five points. Y'all took me out for my 21st birthday, and I threw up all over the table.
2: I'd forgotten they, that. That was they still allow me. We almost there. killed you.
0: Crazy.
2: We almost yeah. killed you, Freedom.
0: Hey, I survived,
2: bro. And I remember what happened. That's crazy. That is crazy. <laughs> and honestly, Freedom, that's one of the few times where I really remember you. You were normally pretty good about... Like riding the dragon, like you you would uh, get a you would get like a good drunk going,
3: mm-hmm.
2: but not totally out of control, and yeah, then just sort of be like, I'm gonna sip on some beers and kind of fade into the background a little bit. Yep, yep. That's like that is definitely freedom. That he is did, definitely freedom.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I, and I never then, got out of control and sloppy. I never got sloppy. I that I can remember. I mean, I I'm sure I have. But if I did get sloppy, it was because I was staying there. I knew I wasn't going anywhere. And even then, though, I didn't like getting sloppy around people in general. Right, right, right. Maybe if I was a sad person and and was getting sloppy with myself.
2: I think Rinshaw's insights are pretty spot on because I definitely remember several nights (laughs) deciding that it's my time to pass out. And Earnshaw and Miliardo are still up, like just hanging out on the porch or something.
1: Yeah, I agree. And I appreciate them. I think that they're pretty spot on. It's pretty. I think it's yeah. fantastic.
2: Yeah. And I agree. Like, I think I was definitely the one that was either not there or was binging. Like I was either not present at the party or I was <laughs> I had made up my mind that there were a certain number of bottles that had to meet their death that night. <laughs> True <Play>.
1: story. <laughs> so we basically accomplished here that freedom was uh, quick to dip, Kraus was quick to pass out, Milliardo was quick to vomit, and Earnshaw was sticking around, being like, "What the fuck is going on with these guys? What, what are they
2: doing?" Earnshaw was getting the quickest to light a bowl. Me. Like, what? to be fair, Earnshaw. Was <laughs> yeah, the right. To light right. A bowl.
1: There
3: you go. Yeah, Earnshaw was the quickest to light a bowl, and that led to some trouble sometimes. <laughs> Because Earnshaw maybe had had about ten beers and then said, "Let's also smoke." Um, so it, and, the, I have a I have a very clear memory one time of doing multiple things that I probably shouldn't have been doing, and Freedom being like shaking his head at me from the doorway. I can see it in my mind. Yep. Like, I remember <laughs> yep. that,
0: and I, another ten sixty eight participant being there to yeah comfort you yes yep yep yep, yes i remember that and i was like what the fuck is this guy doing (laughs) yep what did he do oh he did all that well he deserves to be curled (laughs) up on the ball (laughs) in our bathroom floor yep yep,
2: yep. oh i remember that night i need a beer i remember that night who's playing beer pong (laughs) that guy's on the floor i totally remember that night you guys demolished a bag of cheetos man was that a cheeto night Oh, they demolished a bag of Cheetos. Was that
0: the leg humper night? Does anybody remember leg humper? What's up with leg, the what was up with leg humper? The beer? You talking the about beer. the Scottish
2: Ale? That beer. God, that Oh, that shitty beer.
0: Was that the same night that oh, we played beer pong with leg humper? I don't think so. That no, doesn't, okay. not familiar Sorry. to
2: me.
3: That was a wicked night. That you know, might have been the night. I'm thinking that... of a beer night, and then, of course, with the little bowl was added, but then there was also the whippets were involved and Ooh, that yeah. sent me over the edge. That was yeah, once you cut off the circulation to your brain, you're pretty much done for the night.
2: Yeah. I remember I, I woke up the next day feeling like an absolute dumbass. Like I just like I just felt retarded the next day. Like my brain just felt I don't know. I hate was to get into this,
0: but this was a two part question. That was just the first part. So the second part of the question is nowadays Who's the lightweight? We haven't hung out as much as we did back then, but who feels like Ah, they're the lightweight of the group?
2: We're going to find out soon.
0: I'm going to go ahead and throw my hand in there and say that, man, I feel like I'm the lightweight. I, well, I do have six beers over here and about four fingers of whiskey that I just drank, but I still feel like I'm a lightweight in the group. I I feel like I can't drink as much as I used to. That's for damn sure. And our most recent fishing trip could probably attest to that. uh, (laughs) Yeah. You mean your well, swimming trip? Well, I wasn't drunk when I was swimming, uh, but I, I had was a drunk on the way home.
2: That I, was great. You were passed out on the way home, you asshole. Because I was. God, no I was drunk. tired, You're and your ass just off? passed out. What a dick! So, so almost died like... three times coming home? I was so sleepy.
0: Well, I, I, I was. I was in a peaceful place. This so guy who,
2: walking around who... Bryson City in some X Men flip flops.
0: <laughs> I did. <laughs>
2: It was hilarious. So I don't want It feels like
0: they would be the lightweight of the group
3: nowadays. I don't want to doubt any of you guys, but if we sat in a room together and drank at a normal pace, talk, hung out, but we kept drinking, I think I'd be the last one standing.
1: I have no doubt of that. I would have put myself as one of the lightest weights as well. I feel like I have lost so much of what we uh did to each other back in school to where I'm probably I might even be like a three beer guy now you know we're like beyond three that might be might be trouble for me to be perfectly honest okay
2: and Corralis is, is like, silent uh, well, <laughs> he's like fuck <laughs> you guys I'm a heavyweight well my thing is like I still hang pretty hard uh, my thing is I don't feel like I'm a lot lighter now than I was in college the difference is the way I feel the next day right I mean shit, yeah, guys. yeah
0: true I mean
2: true. God, you know, in college, you know, you wake up with a hangover and you're like, well, fuck it. I'll just watch some SpongeBob SquarePants and by, you know, a little after lunch, one o'clock, two o'clock, I'm going to be feeling like a million bucks. I'm going to be ready to do it again. And now it's like, I mean, if I drink hard, it's like two days before I feel like a normal human being again. Oh, yeah. And that's really changed the way I drink. So I went down to Charleston, hang out with my brother-in-law, man, and we drank. I drank with him all day long. I mean, from like we had, we had um, Irish how car old bombs is your, for breakfast. How old is
0: your brother-in-law?
2: He's now he's six years younger than us, so he's Ooh, twenty-five, twenty-six. 25.
0: Yeah, damn. And um, I'm still drinking hard at twenty-four, twenty-five. To be Shit. to be young again. Oh, yeah, God,
2: him damn. Too. I wasn't married. I wasn't yeah. even married at that point. Uh, well, yeah, oh him God. too. Especially when God. he's drinking on like my tab. So Ooh, he was drinking hard. So, so we started out with breakfast with Irish car bombs and we drank breakfast. all day long. Yeah. We drank all day long, mostly whiskey. So we went like to the husk and like we tried some really like nice whiskeys, you know. And I mean we had drank beer and whiskey well, all day long. Husk, the way, husk I'm is a cool husk. place. Oh, yeah, God. it's, it's yeah, a it's cool is. place. They have have a great whiskey selection. Their prices are very high, but they do have a cool
0: selection. You know, was it like we, eight, eight, to ten bucks or something for? Oh a shit, no, two. man! No, things Is have Is it changed. more than that now?
2: Things have changed at the Husk. The Husk has become like a go-to place for yeah, whiskey drinkers. So they're priced now.
3: You got to go there if you're in Charleston. I feel like. Yeah, I absolutely. agree. It's, it's I a agree. good spot. Yeah,
2: it's cool. Yeah, so we went there and, and then. My wife went to bed, and then we kept drinking, and he had a whole bottle of Wilson's Creek. We drank the whole bottle, and then we went uh, – there was a bar down the road. We went and drank like several glasses of McAllen and played pool. We drank whiskey all day long, and the next day, I felt like I was dying. Like I, I literally felt like maybe I wasn't going to make it this time like maybe this is going to be the hangover that just put me out of this world you know and like after that man i've i've modified the way that i drink you know i still function pretty well when i'm drinking it's the next day that just like jesus you know really messes me up so
3: i'm not saying i wouldn't feel like shit the next day if i was the last one standing i absolutely would i would probably feel like shit but i would feel like shit proudly
0: i guess
2: <laughs> you feel like you won like a really shitty prize <laughs> yeah exactly
0: what, what is it that Steinbeck said
2: what was it the, the Steinbeck quote yes we face our hangovers as consequences not as regrets I think is the way the quote went
1: and it was not about dildos we definitely covered that it was not referring to dildos yeah uh,
2: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. freedom faces some of his dildos with regrets <laughs>
1: And hangovers.
2: <laughs> yeah, and hangovers. Once a once a butthole gets to a certain level of damage, there's I mean, there's not a whole lot you you can't rebuild that, you know.
3: Right. Right.
2: Yeah, that's just science. Is that science or is that experience? <laughs> I, 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 but anyway, that's just science, man. Oh, just okay. Science. Okay. Yeah.
0: Okay. You're you're the butt police here. Okay. Right. Well, I mean, you know,
2: you're the one putting stuff up there, but whatever. You know, I'm yeah. I'm trying to look out. My I, I know. Control.
0: I well. I, I appreciate it. Thank you. Uh,
2: I'm concerned. I'm concerned. You have a problem. Don't
0: be concerned, bro. I I do what I do, and uh, you can piss off. What? Mm -hmm.
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, how are we going to close the episode down, guys? What are we going to do?
0: Do I need to grab the guitar or what? I, I, I I have my saxophone. The sax, man.
1: All that right, well, really matters is that it's incredibly awkward. This yeah. could be horrifying. You know by
0: the way. Like no, oh, please play the no. saxophone.
1: Please play the saxophone.
0: Give me give me just a second. It this is could there, be horrifying.
1: Is there nobody else in your house right now? How are you getting away with this?
0: <laughs> well, here's the thing. My quote unquote man cave, I'm looking at the TV, which looks at my neighbor's house. So I'm not like looking towards the house or anything. So if right. I were like, as long as I'm talking right now, nobody can hear me, which is great. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. And it would be my child that would hear me first. Freedom Jr. So, Junior. yeah, it would be Freedom Jr. that hears me first. And even then, she sleeps like, you know, uh, a mummy? Sleeps like a rock. Anyway. There you go, like a rock. That's what normal people would say. I'm slightly drunk. Let me let me put the saxophone together. We'll see what happens. Because, uh, like I say, it's been uh, 15 years, nearly?
1: Oh, this is perfect. 1068 exclusive.
2: I want to hear this. <laughs> There's no way this isn't going to wake up your wife. You don't think? I don't buy it. I mean I'm, I'm <laughs> I don't buy it. One bit. All right, There's no go. way, man. Like a saxophone? <laughs> Jesus, man. I know where your man cave is. It's like ten feet away from Lady Freedom's sleeping quarters. There's no way. But she sleeps like a rock too. Oh uh, so no. No. Nah, she's so maybe be maybe not. More. I encourage okay. this though. Go for it's it, buddy. Go actually, for it. I gotta it. I
0: gotta soak the reed real quick. Y'all can y'all can talk about something while I'm doing this. So it's
2: I want to hear you make sweet love to that uh reed, buddy.
0: See how how well I remember how to how to do this. That's gonna be the crazy part is if what, I actually
2: slob, slob on some wood, I would imagine that would come very naturally to you.
0: Slob on my knob like corn on the cob <laughs> right. right, kind of the same concept. Things are starting to make sense now. <laughs> Slobbing on the reed like corn on the right. other dude. That doesn't We're
2: work on the other dude.
0: There you go. All right. So let's I'm see. Let's see what. Freedom. Let's see what happens here. Hang on. Uh, I'm not going to put on the, the neck harness. And you know what? Um, well, it's not complete
2: without that.
1: Right. <laughs> you got to have the neck harness. You have to have the neck harness. That's well, the
2: melter freedom. I mean, that's really what does it for the ladies is the neck harness. I'm thinking of yeah, necessity
0: but... here. So I'm actually going to try to put the horn part of the saxophone nearest to the um Oh dang, I am gonna need the (laughs) I am gonna need the neck harness. I was gonna put it next to the uh, microphone.
3: Before you start playing, can you wink at the imaginary audience and say (laughs) Petey?
2: Please. Really? Really?
3: Really?
0: That is crazy. (laughs) That's gonna be so loud. Wow. That is gonna be very loud.
2: I told you, man, like there's no there's no way sorry though too late you already fire's remorse bro you're in
1: play
2: that jam bro beautiful
0: (laughs) miss freedom's gonna be
1: pissed
0: it's hard to do the low notes because it's so loud. <laughs> <laughs> you got skill, bro. You but got that's skill, crazy bro. that I remember some of this stuff. Uh, like, just how, what the notes are. And drunk. So how do how do we end this out? Do you want me to just, like, start playing you, a little bit? I want and, you to you play know, a
2: little, uh, like, some Kenny G, play. but on the yeah, sax. Play, play a little ditty. We'll, we'll fade out. Play a little ditty, buddy. I don't it's even know what me.
0: that means. It's been, like... <laughs> Nearly two decades since I played this fucking thing.
2: O A R man, but they've got a sax. Play some of his stuff. Come on. Do they really? They haven't. Yeah. They got a sax never heard that yet.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, I no, never we... heard the sax part. I've only heard the like purely like acoustic stuff.
3: Ave Maria, go.
0: <laughs> Ave go. Maria. is that how the Italians sing? Yeah. Yeah, except much. through a saxophone. <laughs>
2: you like that oh shit that
0: was actually well done that was sir. actually pretty good are you soaking wet in the pants like oh, i mean <laughs> right now? i
2: just blew my i blew my load man 100 so here's <laughs> uh, just gonna happen i'm right. just
0: gonna okay. continuously play ave maria like that right and we're gonna we're gonna end this thing out okay how we feeling ladies
1: <laughs> feeling good Thank you for listening to our show. The 1068 Pub is closing. We'll be back with more beer and more shit we find entertaining. If there are certain beers you'd like us to try, or if you have any comments about our show, you can reach out to us at 1068pubcast at gmail.com.
0: You're going to have to wiggle that stick every once in a while because it just, like, cut out on me and it doesn't, like tell you it's turning off
2: when when should i stop wiggling the stick chafing
1: i believe that's like a consult your doctor if you're wiggling your stick for more than four hours then yeah uh,
2: do i power through or that's that's a personal preference right
1: Maybe personal no. preference yeah, yeah i
2: usually just power preference. through the chafing yeah
1: yeah yeah as as you should all right
2: it'll heal it'll right. heal
1: things you have to edit out of the podcast
2: <laughs> that's <laughs> no! No! Wait for it.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Suck it, Miliardo. Let's. Yeah.
1: I don't. I like how that's somehow punishing me. How is that?
2: Because you're gonna have you're- to take it out.
1: All right. In theory, there should be an echo now, and not an echo now. Eh? I didn't eh? hear an echo the first time. Eh? Though. Oh well. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> At any rate, there's no echo, so problem solved. Yeah, mission accomplished. That's right.
1: I'm trying to get the last few cables out of my way, because one of them made me spill some of my balvini, and that makes me pretty fucking mad.
0: Balvini. Balvini.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that's not gonna happen. I'm gonna call no. It out. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> not Perfect. that I don't want to, but uh, yeah, it's not. Gonna, I'm not.
0: Gonna I'm to saying you. it over and over in my head like a million times right now. It's not helping, but I'm trying. I'm literally chewing on this big snow foam, dash, snow, dash, globe, dash. snow globe.
1: Snow <laughs> globe? I sent you that microphone so you'd be chewing on a ball. That was the whole point. That was the whole. Chewing,
0: point. I'm definitely doing that. Snowball. Thank you. <laughs> chewing on a snowball. A blue ball, actually. A blue ball snowball. Yeah, it's great. Turn that into a sound bite. I have a Real lot of love. questions now. Don't worry about it. It's okay. Oh, okay.
2: Fair now, enough. You
0: know the answers.
2: Oh, okay. <laughs> All
1: right. I'm going to top off my ball uh, Vinny because I spilled some of the pissed about it. And, uh, ball, you know, Vinny.
2: ball Vinny. Ball <laughs>
1: Vinny. Yeah, keep dreaming, fellas. Keep <laughs> dreaming.
0: It's going to be like the recurring thing. We're just going to correct <laughs> each time yep. you say it. What was Josh
2: Groban's tweet?
1: Uh, I didn't know. Some shit about Mariah Carey. That's why I knew oh. anyone else wouldn't know about it.
2: Okay. How old she I don't know. <laughs> you know, it makes me proud, actually, that you. No, know that all I wouldn't
3: right, care about right. that. Is anyone here? And now I'm in the car by myself um, talking to myself. It's a Jurassic Park reference. So it's just uh, Earnshaw uh, podcasting tonight solo. Um, looking at pictures of Muskie. Uh, I'm drinking my... Balvinny? Balvinny.
2: There we go. There
3: we go. <laughs> Alright, I about. was I was podcasting by myself for a
2: minute. <laughs> well, I went to try to add freedom and it made me lose you.
0: This is nuts. I don't I don't understand what's going on. I've never seen anything quite like this. Uh let's see.
3: I mean I've got my Ball Vinny, so I'm feeling pretty
0: good either way. Ball Vinny. I was gonna say, I'm hey, trust me, I'm not complaining. I mean, I am complaining a little bit. Let's see. <laughs> okay. On. Hang on. Hey! Hang on. Hang on. We're getting there. Miliardo. We're officially getting there. Is... Wait a minute. But where is Corrales? Yeah, Corrales. That's, that's the... Oh, so close. So now it's that guy.
3: Now it's my that's turn to disappear is. for a little while.
0: Yeah, <laughs> right, right, right. Jeez, I don't know what the hell's going on here.
3: Do you know that... I, I actually, it will not disappear because somehow against all odds, I won a superlative in high school, and
0: <laughs> my super, my superlative most was likely to missed, succeed
1: miss like most
0: dependable like hey, what the yes. fuck?
1: I have no idea how I won a superlative, but
3: I did so I'm not going anywhere guys I'm here.
0: you know what my superlative was in high school? what's that that's a gun there you go. Let me go to the restroom while we wait for him. Man, I've been going to the restroom right. since we've been talking. <laughs> I've been pissing all over the place. You didn't know? Nice. I'm, a, I'm a professional.
2: Lady Freedom's going to dig that.
0: Yeah, I mean, as long as I'm not like, what, what, what do we say? We're like putting plastic down. As as I'm <laughs> yeah. Even... Pissing all over the carpet and the furniture.
1: Are you are Are you recording again? Yeah, I'm recording again now. So, because we're not in the Skype call and we're both recording our own private tracks, we can talk uh-huh. some shit about Coralis right now, and he wouldn't even know.
0: Yeah, while that you're f- waiting takes, for Skype to uh, load. You can you can bleep that out. That f- takes. F- <laughs> when all I need is some. F- <laughs> uh, last right. Yeah. Sure. F- yeah. oh f- yeah, Well. Yeah. I mean, it's f- it, it's good to hear. It, <laughs> Right. oh good shit good shit. Uh, use it yeah just bleep out a lot of stuff so that it, <laughs> uh, it sounds very derogatory towards you know it'll, and, sound, uh, it'll sound way you know worse to bleep it out. nobody cares um he can uh, 21 uh, years of right uh, because that's right. how long it's been so far um yeah, it's, you, well, realize that's, now, that's not good. you realize now.
1: You realize now this is going to be a blooper, and I'm going to bleep out so much of what you just said that it's going to sound a thousand times worse than it actually was. Right? You that's understand fine. that, right? That's yeah. fine. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, right. that's fine. Absolutely fine. You know, <laughs> right.
0: in, in fact, uh, Meliardo, you can go <laughs> <your> <laughs> uh, with a big fat black <laughs> <laughs> shoved up your. Wow. Ass, you. Wow. P- wow.
1: Wow. Wow. I didn't know you felt that way about and the French.
0: Anyway. Scene. No. I In your, (laughs) that's how (laughs) great I feel about. (laughs) That's all I got. That's
1: good. That was that was nice done.
0: You're welcome.